نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about an ayah in the Qur'an which forms the essence of why we have been created and the ultimate objective of each and every single servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. An ayah that we often recite and we often hear. Allah jalla wa'ala says, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنِّ وَالْإِنْسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I have not created jinn or man except to profess worship, except to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But this term, ibadah, is often misunderstood, or its principles and its conditions are not entirely implemented. Imam al-Qayyim al-Jawzi, rahimahullahu ta'ala, after speaking about what ibadah entails, for entails worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, entails doing actions, saying statements, having beliefs that please Allah Jalla wa'ala is an ismun jami' likulli ma yuhibbu Allah wa yirda min aqwal wa af'al al-zahira wa al-baatina It's a word that comprises every single thing that Allah Jalla wa'ala loves, Allah Jalla wa'ala is pleased with from statements and actions that are apparent or hidden. Sayyidul Qayyim says, rahimahullah ta'ala, the ibadah in its reality, ibadah in its actual reality, is not just to worship Allah by actions or by statements. But ibadah is a connection whereby the slave of Allah, he raises himself up to the highest rank, and that is to worship Allah Jalla wa'ala because he loves him. Worship Allah Jalla wa'ala because he loves him. He says, rahimahullah ta'ala, in the Arabic language, he says, there are many different levels of love and affection. The love and affection a person has for his family, for his father, for his son, for his wife, for his wealth, for his home. These are all different levels of love. And the highest, greatest possible level of love is referred to in the Arabic language as ibadah, as worship. The highest possible level of love is to worship Allah with love. This is what the Prophet ﷺ said, there are two, he said, there are three groups of people. There are three groups of people that taste the most sweetest level of faith. And no one tastes this sweet level of faith other than these three groups of people. And he says, from amongst them are those that love Allah and His Messenger more than anything else. Love Allah and His Messenger more than anything else. In fact, Allah says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu. 
من يرتد منكم عن دينه فسوف يأتي الله بقوم يحبهم ويحبونه is all you believe if you ever leave the religion of Allah Allah will bring a nation will bring a people that love him that show them that they love him and he will love them back subhanahu wa ta'ala so the entire essence of this creation is not just to worship Allah but to show we love Allah to show we love Allah so that we can find the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our hearts and we can find a creator that loves us back after we show him that we love him. A man in a hadith reported in Tirmidhi. A man from the, from the companions of the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was giving a lecture, he asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about the signs of the day of judgment. But the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam continued giving his lecture. He continued giving his lecture. Until at the end of the talk he asked, Aina sa'in al-qiyam al-layl? Where is the person that asked the questions about the day of judgment? The man he raised up his hands. And he said to him, Ana ya Rasulullah, it is me, O Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu asked him, Have you prepared for the sa'ah? Have you prepared for the day of judgment? The Sahabi said, Ya Rasulullah, I haven't done anything extra in salah other than the obligatory. No have I given any extra in suyam other than the obligatory, but by Allah, he says, I love Allah and His Messenger more than anything else. Prophet ﷺ said, if this man is true in his love for Allah and His Messenger ﷺ, he said that a person will be on Yawm Al-Qiyamah with the ones that he loves. A person will be on Yawm Al-Qiyamah with the ones that he loves. Everyone can claim they love Allah. And this is why Imam Malik rahimahullah ta'ala, when he saw a person claiming that he loved Allah, and he loved the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa more than anyone else, and he began reciting words of poetry, saying, if I was amongst the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to say, I would carry him on his back so his blessed feet won't touch the ground. Imam Malik, he laughed rahimahullah ta'ala. And he said, everyone claims, everyone claims they love Allah, or they love his Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but what is your proof? What is your evidence? How can you distinguish yourself from the ones who claim and the ones who really, truly love Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa more than anything else? This is where the scholars of Islam, they say there is an ayah in Al-Quran that is the ayah of imtihan, the ayah that examines the real claim of those who love Allah between those who falsely claim they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is this ayah? قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ Say you really, truly love Allah, then follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And listen to this khutbah, inshallah ta'ala, we'll discuss some of the signs, some of the alamat, some of the signs that the scholars of Islam mention, that resonates in the hearts and the tongues and the actions of those people that really love Allah. So if you, oh brother, oh sister of Islam, if we all want to be from those people who don't just claim, but to match the claim of actions, match the claim of reality, then we must have one of these signs. Imam al-Qayyim al-Jawziya rahimahullah ta'ala, as well as Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali, as many scholars of Islam, they mention many a sign. 
And I've gathered some of you, some of them for you all today, inshallah ta'ala, so we can ponder and reflect. Is our claim real? Or does it have some substance? The first of them, our brothers, our sisters in Islam, is hubbu liqa'illahi ta'ala. Is to really want to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is to really be in a gathering where you can see Allah, where you can be with Him, where you can see your reward, where you can see His pleasure, where you can see Him loving you subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this claim doesn't mean, or this characteristic, this sign doesn't mean a person wishes for death. But rather, if Allah Jalla wa takes his soul now, he is happy to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this means that Ibn al-Qayyim says and explains, Rahimallah ta'ala, it's not to wish death, but it's to be ready for Allah. It's to be ready for death. It's to be ready to meet Allah. It's to be ready to see the angels that take your souls. It's to be ready to be placed into your grave so you know you've asked Allah for forgiveness for the sins and the mistakes that you've come with. And you fulfilled your obligations. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ, when he was offered, when he was offered to take when the angels were offered, when the angels offered him to either remain in this dunya or to take his soul and meet Allah, what did he say? He said, Bil a'la. Bil a'la. I want to go in the companionship of the one who is high, the one who is above everything, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what does it mean to meet Allah? What does it mean to want to meet Allah? is to prepare yourself that you're ready. And the Prophet ﷺ said, أَحَبَّ لِقَاءَ اللَّهِ أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ لِقَاءَهُ Whoever wishes, whoever is ready, whoever loves to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Jalla wa ala will love to meet him too. وَمَنْ كَرِئَ لِقَاءَ اللَّهِ كَرِئَ اللَّهُ لِقَاءَهُ And whoever dislikes to meet Allah and they're not ready to meet Allah and they continue to live their lives not ready to meet Allah, disliking to meet Allah, Allah Jalla wa'ala will dislike to meet them too. Allah Jalla wa'ala will dislike to meet them too. In the muttaqeen, fi jannati wa nahar, fi maq'ali sidqin inda malikim muqtatir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, as for those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they'll be in jannat, they'll be in gardens and those rivers flow and they will take a seat in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From amongst the signs, from amongst the ways of evidence that we can clarify and distinguish between the claims of the people that are liars and those who truly intend and wish and know they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from amongst the signs the ulama of Islam, they mention that the slaves of Allah who really love Allah, they prefer seclusion and in their seclusion, the first thing they do is to worship Allah. When they are alone in their private gatherings, when they're in their rooms and there's no one around, they remember Allah, they worship Allah, they pray the Qiyam, they give charity. Whenever they are alone, they're the first and the forefront to fulfill the acts of ibadah. These are the people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. And these are the people who truly love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu said, when speaking about the different forms of desires that a person has in this dunya, and he says sallallahu alayhi wa he says, what طيب? And as for me, from the worlds and the pleasures of the worlds, women have been something that I like. And, and perfume is something that I like. Rather, he said, But the, the pearl of my eyes, or the beauty of my eyes, is found in the salah. And yes, we can have temptations, we can have pleasures of this dunya. 
Because the thing that's materialistic things that we like and we adore and we love. But the greatest of those must be something connected to ibadah. The greatest, most pleasurable thing to our souls must be something connected to ibadah. And the pearl of my eyes, or the twinkle of my eyes, or the beauty of my eyes is found in the salah. And this is what Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha used to narrate. That the Prophet sallallahu would stand the night in prayer. And she would see his feet. And she would see the difficulty he would have upon his feet. And she would say to him, O Prophet of Allah, hasn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala offered you Jannah, promised you Jannah, forgiven you for your past? And he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, shouldn't I be thankful to Allah in the wa'ala? But not just thankful, the Prophet sallallahu found peace, found contentment in the salah. Hence he would ask Bilal radiallahu anhu. And he would say to him, arihna ya Bilal bis salah. Allow our hearts, allow our souls to rest by calling the adhan so we, that we can perform the salah. One of the signs that you love Allah, one of the signs that Allah Jalla loves you, is that every moment you have of seclusion, of privacy, you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From amongst the signs that the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must have in order to show that their claims are real, is that they are patient, they are patient when Allah jalla wa ala tests them. They are patient when in their worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they are patient staying away from the haram of this dunya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks regarding Ayyub alayhi salam who was tested with many trials. All of his children were taken away from him. All of them passed away. He became very poor after being an extremely wealthy person. His land became barren. His wife became sick. He became sick himself. And Allah Jalla wa'ala says regarding him, Inna wajadanahu sabira ni'mal abdu innahu ayyub. And we found him patient. What an excellent slave he is, ayyub. But if you want to find the love of Allah upon you, if you want to be from those who Allah Jalla wa'ala loves, then know that you'll find calamities, you'll find trials. Perhaps Allah Jalla wa'ala tests you with reward and pleasures from this dunya. For tests can be ways of calamities or by ways of leisure and pleasure. But every time Allah tests you, be of those who are patient. Ni'mah, he says, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ni'mal abdu innahu ayyub. What an excellent, honorable slave Ayyub was. For he was patient throughout every single test. From the signs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. Or the sign that your claims of being love of those who love Allah are true. Is that the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he finds Allah and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be the utmost greatest priority in every single thing that he does. His utmost greatest goal is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His utmost greatest goal is to be amongst the companions of the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the akhirah. This Umar bin Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an, he was walking with the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he said to him, Ya Rasulullah, he said, he said to him, Ya Rasulullah, I love you more than anything other than myself. I love you more than anything other than myself. The Prophet said to him, O Umar, La yu'minu ahadukum, none of you truly believes until I, as in the Prophet, becomes more beloved to you than everything, including yourself and your children and your wealth. To which Umar bin Khattab, عنه, he began walking away. And he was extremely angry with himself. 
Ibn Umar narrates he was walking up and down as if he was extremely angry, thinking about something. And then he returned back to the Prophet sallallahu he said to me, Ya Rasulullah, I love you now more than myself, more than my wealth, more than everything in this dunya. He was asked later, oh Umar, what made you change your opinion so quickly, so soon? He said, I realize what it means to love Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa And I realize that mercy is in the hands of Allah. And I realize that shafa intercession is in the hands of the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa after Allah jalla wa ala. And this, I realize who I am in front of them. The goal and the objective of every single slave of Allah should be Allah before everything else. And following the sunnah, establishing, following the tradition of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and establishing the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the signs to show and prove a person loves Allah more than anyone else, is that a person finds dhikr on his tongue. A person finds the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on his tongue. Ibrahim ibn Junaid, rahimullah ta'ala, used to say, Inna min akhlaq, inna min akhlaq ahli mahabbatillah. Indeed, the action of the characteristics that are unique and specific for those people that truly love Allah Jalla wa'ala, is kathratul zikr, fi sa'at al-layl wal-nahar, bil-qalbi wal-lisan, is to continue to make zikr, continue to remember Allah during the hours of the night and the day with the heart and with the tongue. Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala used to say, by Allah, he said, by Allah, by Allah I swear, the ones who truly love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you find them remembering Allah in times of ease. And you find them remembering Allah in times of difficulty. You find them remembering Allah in gathering when there are people present. You find them remembering Allah when gathering when they are by themselves. Wherever they are, you find their tongues moving. Remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Saying astaghfirullah, saying subhanallah, saying alhamdulillah. The ones who truly love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are those that remember Allah by their tongues. Malik al-Midinah. He used to say, Rahimallahu ta'ala, he says, Alamat, or rather he says, Alamatu hub, lillahi jalla wa'ala, is dawamu dhikrihi. The sign that you really love Allah, or the sign that Allah loves you, is that you continuously remember Allah with your tongue. You continuously remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with your tongue. For amongst the signs, that the person loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or that Allah jalla wa'ala loves him, that a person, he finds that he, his heart is soft with the remembrance of Allah and his eyes shed, tear, shed tears when he is alone. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name is mentioned, or when he recites the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or when he ponders about the akhirah, especially when he is by himself and he is alone, he finds that his heart trembles. And his eyes shed tears. And he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah jalla wa'ala says, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِرَ اللَّهِ وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُمْ زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And as for the believers, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ As for the believers, they are only people الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِرَ اللَّهِ As for those people, there are only those people who in the Verses of Allah are recited upon them. Or they think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُمْ زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا 
Whenever they think about Allah, whenever they ponder about Allah, their hearts shake, their hearts tremble. And when the Quran is recited upon them, their eyes will shed tears. A sign, O oh brothers or oh sisters in Islam, that you really love Allah, is that when you are alone, you think about Him. When you are in gatherings, you think about Him. Your hearts tremble and you shed tears. And how many of us, brothers and sisters in Islam, in today's day and age, how many of us have shed tears thinking about Allah, thinking about the Akhirah, thinking about the different moments and different steps of the trials of the grave and the trials of the Akhirah? How many of us have found our hearts trembling when we recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? By far you'd find, by Allah you'd find only a few people. Only a few people have reached the stage or the level whereby we cry out of the fear of Allah. Or we cry after reciting or hearing the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he says subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's the characteristic of the believers. Allah, if they remember Allah, their hearts, they tremble. And when they hear the ayat of Allah, when they hear the recitation of Al-Quran, the signs of Allah, the eyes began crying. And the iman increases. For amongst the signs, or brothers, or sisters in Islam, is that the slave of Allah has ghira, has a protective jealousy of himself in falling in the limits and the restrictions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he dislikes that he falls into sin. And he dislikes to take away the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he dislikes that other slaves, especially those in his family, and those of his relatives, and from his companions or his friends, falling to sin. He has this protective level of jealousy. He does not want to take the rights of Allah. He does not want to go beyond the rights of Allah, go beyond his limits. A sign that Allah loves you. A sign that you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from the signs, that person loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That he recites the book of Allah Jalla wa'ala. And he's able to recite the book of Allah. And he spends his time reciting and pondering over the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiyallahu ta'ala an, one of the companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, Man kana yuhibbu, an ya'lama annahu yuhibbu Allah azza wa jal. Whoever wants to know that he loves Allah, Whoever wants to know if you really, if you truly love Allah subhanahu wa taala, he says, then let him look with him, let him look at himself with regards to the Quran. If he loves to recite the Quran, فَهُوَ يُحِبُّ اللَّهِ الزَّوَجَةِ. If he loves to recite the Quran, then he is somebody that loves Allah jalla wa But if he loves to recite something else, or to hear something else, or to hear someone else recite something else, then indeed he is not somebody that Allah subhanahu wa taala loves. Nor is he somebody that he himself. Loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to implement these signs. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that love Him. And we ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that He loves. Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah 
signs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has servants on this earth that love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The signs, these signs are many. And they can be found in the books of the scholars of the past that discuss and urge the slaves of Allah jalla wa'ala to adopt and to master these signs. These signs that we discussed in the first part of the khutbah. The slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who truly wants Allah jalla wa'ala's love, who truly wants success in this dunya and in the akhirah, they shouldn't just hear them and discuss them as a story. But rather we should look out for them and try to implement every sign that is possible for us to implement. So that we can show that our statement of we love Allah or we love the Messenger of Allah وسلم, has some substance, is a reality. And these statements are not just statements about meaning, rather they have meaning. And if every sign that we implement, every sign that we master, not only do we show Allah Jalla wa'ala that we love Him, but the opposite is true too. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins to love us. Every time the slave of Allah masters a sign, a condition, to show that he loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Jalla wa'ala responds in a similar way. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins to love the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abu Hurair radiyallahu ta'ala anna raisi the hadith in Bukhari Muslim. He said, the Prophet ﷺ said, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a person, when the people, when the slaves, when the servants begin mastering these signs and begin showing Allah they love Him, Allah begins to love them. And when Allah jalla begins to love a person, Allah jalla calls the angel Jibreel. And He says to him, O Jibreel, O Jibreel, I love so and so. So make sure you love so and so. Allah Jalla calls the head of the angels in Jannah and tells this head of the angel Jibreel that he loves a servant in this dunya. He loves one of his servants in this dunya. Imagine, O oh brothers, O oh sisters in Islam, that Allah Jalla calls an angel, the master of the angels, and tells this angel that he loves you. And he mentions you by name. And he mentions your family by name. And he says, O oh Jibreel, I love so and so. And then he commands him, so make sure you love so-and-so. So the angel Jibreel descends. And he calls all of the malaika, all of the angels in Jannah, as the Prophet ﷺ says. And he makes an announcement for every inhabitant of Jannah. And he says, O oh angels, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today has told us that he loves so-and-so. And he's commanded me to love so-and-so. So make sure you all love so-and-so. So all of the malaika, all of the inhabitants of Jannah, and the spaces in between, they all begin in love, they all begin to love the one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. Until they scream and they make an announcement to every creature on earth. And they ask him the very same thing. Commanding him with the command of Jibreel, commanding them with the commandment of Allah. That Allah loves so-and-so, and Jibreel loves so-and-so, and we malaika love so-and-so, so all of you love so-and-so. Until he is granted the pleasures and the contentment of the people on this earth. Our brothers and sisters in Islam, the station of loving Allah is indeed something great. But the station of Allah loving you is even greater. 
the station of Allah loving you is even greater. For imagine knowing whatever you do on this earth, every trial you go through, every test, every plan Allah has for you, is all being plot, all being decreed, all being legislated by somebody that loves you more than anyone else. Abu Huraira said in the hadith reported in Bukhari, and we conclude this hadith inshallah ta'ala. He said the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I will declare war. I will declare war. And I will declare enmity upon the one that shows hostility or enmity towards the pious worshipper of mine. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala in this hadith, and the most beloved thing that the slave Allah can ever do for me is to fulfill his obligatory actions. After that, he comes closer to me by the voluntary actions. And when he does this, he becomes somebody I love. And here's the end of the hadith. He says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah says, until I love him. And when I love him, I become his hearing for which he hears. I become his eyes for which he sees. I become his hands for which he grasps. I become his legs for which he walks. If he asks me, I will give it to him. If he asks me for protection, I will protect him. The scholars of Islam, they say, what does it mean? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to become the ears of which the person hears, and the sight of which the person sees, and the hands of which he grasps, and the feet of which he walks towards. They say it is a metaphorical statement. It's a statement in the Arabic language to imply that Allah will protect him from every single sin in this world. Allow him to only look upon the lawful and hear upon the lawful and to touch what is lawful and to walk towards what is lawful, protecting him from every single angle, being a shield for him in every single angle, making sure the person dies upon the love of Allah, making sure that Allah Jalla wa'ala sees him and meets him and gives him the honor to see Allah Jalla wa'ala's face in the highest rank in Jannah. Because when Allah Jalla wa'ala loves you, O oh brothers, O oh sisters in Islam, he makes sure, he makes sure, Jalla wa'ala, that he sees you in Jannah. Because his name and wadud, his name and wadud, which he calls himself Jalla wa'ala, doesn't mean someone who just loves, or someone who just has love or affection for his slave. But rather it means someone who yearns to meet his slave. When Allah loves the slave of Allah Jalla wa'ala, he yearns to meet you more than you yearn to meet him. He yearns to meet you more than you yearn to meet him. Thus, O brothers, O sisters in Islam, make sure you adorn yourself with the signs of love for Allah Jalla wa'ala. For when you do so, Allah Jalla wa'ala will love you, yearn to meet you, and protect you from every trial in this dunya. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us his love. We ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to see his most honorable face. We ask him Jalla wa'ala to give us al-firdos. We ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from sin, to protect us from calamities, and to grant us patience in everything we do in this dunya. Allahumma a'izz al-Islam wal-Muslimin. Allahumma adil al-Shirk wal-Mushrikin. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbun afu fa'fu anna. Allahumma rabbana atina fi dunya hasana, wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina adhab al-nar. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ala Muhammadin kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim ma innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Muhammad. وعلى محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد 
وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين قوموا للصلاه